Welcome to our podcast, How Would You Beat? In each episode, we pick a company and talk about how you could use jobs to be done innovation methods to beat that company's product. We'll discuss innovation theory and explain the methods so you can put the theory into practice at your company. I'm Jay Haynes, the founder and CEO of Thrive. That's Thrive without the vowels, thrv.com. We help product marketing and sales teams use jobs to be done innovation methods to build, market, and sell great products. I'm here with my colleague, Jared Ranieri. So today we're going to look at how would you beat Home Depot? And we like looking at large competitors, uh, and certainly Home Depot would be one of those. They have a $290 billion market cap, uh, almost $300 billion. They, of course, are one of the dominant uh, companies in the home improvement market. And they, uh, in Q3, they earned $33 billion in revenue just in the quarter, which was up 23% year over year. So that's a very interesting question. We're in the middle of this pandemic and millions of people out of work. So why would they be growing? Why is Home Depot growing? And important, can we use jobs to be done if you were to compete with Home Depot? If you were a new entrant coming into the market, if you were a startup, or if you were an existing competitor, how would you compete with Home Depot using jobs to be done? So what jobs are people hiring Home Depot to help with? Well, as you just said, they're in the home improvement market. So very simply, we could say there's a job which is improve your home. And given that we're all in a lockdown right now and spending more time at home than ever, we start to see why Home Depot has been able to grow. If we're socializing at home, schooling at home, working at home, and just there more than we've ever been before, we're going to be inclined to improve it and to make it work for ourselves in these various situations. So how does Home Depot help you do that? How are they helping you get the improve your home job done and even specifically you know, create a home office? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So of course, you know, I think that answers probably um, the question of why they're growing is people are taking funds that they've allocated for other things like travel and vacation. <laughs> and since they're not going, you know, traveling on vacation, they probably are improving their homes. Um, and now home improvement, it's such an interesting way to look at the market. So we always like to think if you're going to compete with Home Depot, now, sure, if you're Lowe's, you're kind of in a direct head-to-head competition with Home Depot. So sure, you're going to be looking at what Home Depot is doing, and you're going to be making those kind of adjustments and saying, okay, do they have a product that we don't have in our inventory? Are they offering a service in their stores that we don't have? And that's the kind of direct feature-to-feature competition. And what we like to do is use jobs we've done and help companies think a little differently. So if you're going to compete with Home Depot, how would you go through it? Well, we'd want to break down all the jobs that people are hiring Home Depot to do. And the way you could do that through a home, as Jared, as you were just mentioning, is one, home office. So how can you help people with home office? What are the jobs that people are doing in their home office? So that's an interesting way to start with that. And then you go through basically your entire home. So what are you doing in your kitchen, for example? Or what are you doing in the bathrooms and showers, you know, et cetera, your living room, you know, et cetera. 
And there, so in other words, it's more than just improve your home. Improving your home is almost an, a solution to all these other jobs. And, you know, one of them obviously is, you know, get a good night's sleep. <laughs> so you could look at that job in specific um, and, and try and figure out, well, yes, I want my, you know, bedroom to look nicer. But really, the the core functional job there would be getting uh, a good night's sleep. Uh, and that's true. Um in in every part of your house, uh, you know, preparing a meal is a good example in your kitchen. And one way to do it is to go get a bunch of stuff from Home Depot. But are there other solutions out there uh, that that think about the competition in a totally different way than competing directly with Home Depot for, uh, you know, preparing a meal, for example? Yeah. And even if you look at that just high level job of improving your home as a, as a domain, uh all Home Depot helps you with is gathering the materials. There are a bunch of other steps in that job. You know, everything from figure out how to improve it, design that improvement, actually execute it. Uh, there, I mean, I cannot tell you the number of things that I would like to improve about my home that I just don't have the time to do, even if they're really simple. Yeah. And this includes maintenance jobs too, right? So like your home needs to provide shelter and to do that, you need to keep uh, water out of your home. You need to keep your HVAC system working appropriately. And that requires maintenance because for, unfortunately, none of the existing solutions for those things just last forever and work. And so uh, that's a whole nother domain, right? There's there's improvements to the current condition of your home, and then there's the ongoing maintenance to all these things, right? Like, and that's true for your landscaping, right? So you, I can go to Home Depot to buy a rake, or I can hire a landscaper. And so this brings up an interesting question about segmentation, right? So some people uh, have time to do more of the job steps on their own, and so they use Home Depot to gather materials. But I'm sure I'm not just speaking for myself when I say that when you have a family and you have two people, two adults who work full time, that speed and accuracy is critical for the rest of that job. You do not have time you know, to do all of the maintenance that a home requires. It almost makes you regret owning a home in the first place. This job is incredibly underserved. Even finding help to do it is incredibly time consuming. Like I can't get a contractor to call me back for next to anything. Uh, so there, there's just so much opportunity in this, in this domain. I, it like blows my mind that Home Depot earns as much revenue as it does when this job is so underserved. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great question too, is what is the size of this market? So it's such an interesting way to think about it. And, and sure, if you said, well, people are buying, you know, materials to improve their home on their own. So there's that market. But is that really the market? You know, I, I think, Jared, the analysis you're doing there is a very good one, which is, well, we have to think about it more broadly. So there, and and Home Depot is serving multiple customers as well. It's serving the homeowner who wants to go and, you know, build their own garden or, you know, do their own kitchen improvements or whatever. And they have services to help you with that and how do you do it. But they're also, they also do provide, uh, uh, a bunch of stuff to contractors who are doing that for you. And I think what you, you just mentioned there that kind of optimize your home, maintain your home, those kind of jobs. We look at those types of things all the time. So you could break those down and say, well, actually Home Depot is actually going to be part of this solution because what we're going to build is this layer 
that is the solution for the homeowner. And, you know, in our classification in Jobsy Done, the job beneficiary is the reason the market always exists. So the, the, this market doesn't exist because of contractors. It exists because homeowners uh, have a home. So they're the job beneficiary. They're the core element. And contractors are helping them, obviously. I mean, homeowners are literally hiring <laughs> contractors, but also in the uh, jobs to done jobs theory framework, they are hiring contractors as part of the solution. So you're right. You could layer in there and optimize my home subscription service that is just like whenever I have anything go wrong, I just want to make one phone call. And so this service comes and takes care of it. Now, that service might have to go to Home Depot, you know, to replace your showerhead or, you know, whatever. Um, but the, you just have one one service provider that takes care of it. Because as you said, you got two parents, everybody's busy or working really hard. You know, who has the time to, to go do this stuff? So that could be a, a big opportunity. And I think you, you see that evolving already. And you even see different real estate models of people owning homes in different ways, being part of a community where you just, you know, you're just already outsourcing all that maintenance and repair and optimization and stuff. Right. Right, so, like condos and co-ops are great examples of that. You pay a maintenance fee and somebody takes care of most of the infrastructure. They don't take care of the inside of your apartment and, you know, little nooks and crannies, but they they make sure that the HVAC system is working, the plumbing's working, that, you know, the roof is uh is not leaking, all those kinds of big important things. Yeah, and you even see this like four-season homes, you know, like hotels, you know, providing homes because people want to outsource everything, you know, and I mean, right. obviously that's the high end of the market. Um, right. But I, but I think if you were if you were to con, going to compete with Home Depot, you know, using jobs theory, um, you would want to look at all these different, essentially markets that they're in. There isn't one market here. That's I think the key as well is that Home Depot is providing all the stuff around your home. But when you're in your home, obviously there's just like a ton of jobs from preparing meals to uh, getting a good night's sleep to you know whatever it is. Uh, your home office, et cetera, that you're you're using your home for. And you can see how there's a disconnect just by searching for stuff on Home Depot. So if you – a good example is you, you search on like home office. It brings up a whole bunch of ceiling fans, right? <laughs> well, okay, that relates to achieving comfort, but that doesn't address any of the jobs that you're trying to do with your home office. Um, it might actually make my home office worse because yeah. it would be loud on <laughs> right. calls and blow papers around. <laughs> <laughs> right. So might not be a good solution to get the job done. Um, but um, but you can – so this is the way you would do it if you were trying to attack Home Depot and take share uh, is by going through each of the the true markets of the jobs, you know, being productive while home. Uh, you're you're trying to prepare a meal, and and actually, I love the prepare a meal job because you could look at it and say, okay, well, people want to renovate their kitchens. It's like, sure, there's a market for that, obviously. But if you were coming up with something really innovative, you would come up with something like the microwave, for example. A microwave was a a real change in the kitchen, and it changed. You know, think of how much changed with the microwave. All this food and supply chain stuff that now was designed to be heated up by a microwave. And there's a new product, right. which I actually think is really amazing, called the Brava, which is a new oven. So it's like another solution to prepare a meal that uses light instead of you know microwaves, like a microwave. The microwave heats water, but this this Brava actually uses light. It's really good, I have to say. You know, I'm, they're not paying us anything. I just happen to like the product. Um, 
but it is a way to prepare a meal. And there's lots of other ways too. You know, the the uh, blue aprons and the gobbles and all these kind of prepared meals that show up. So that's that really is the same market, right? Because what you're trying to do in your kitchen, even though it doesn't seem like they're directly competing with Home Depot, but they really are. Those the, what you're the, the end job that you're trying to get done. And the reason I think that's so interesting is. Um, one, it's a way to compete with Home Depot that's very different, right? It doesn't, you don't look like a home improvement retailer. But the other is it actually is a risk. It is a real risk to, to Home Depot because if you're using these other solutions, you might not have to renovate your old stove in the way that you traditionally would. And you might not even be motivated because now another solution evolves is just take getting the job done better. And this is, uh, you know, anybody who's listened to our podcast knows this is this is almost exactly analogous to where uh, we 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 even said before the pandemic that the airlines should be buying web conferencing companies because they're both targeting the same job. For example, salespeople who are acquiring customers. Um, with very, very, very different platforms. And that's true for Home Depot as well, even though they're not in the business of you know making new innovative types ovens, uh, those ovens really are helping people get the job done. So that's a way to say, okay, this is how this market or these markets, all the underlying jobs are really going to evolve. And you know, I, I don't think it's as big a threat with these new ovens to Home Depot as uh, say Zoom was to United Airlines, which I think is a real threat. Um, but it's the same type of thinking. If you're if you know if you're trying to compete with them, what are those underlying jobs and how can you, you know, as they say, think out the outside the box, <laughs> literally outside yeah. Home Depot's store. And it's interesting because that both is a is a risk to Home Depot strategy. And it's one of the reasons why retailers can last is because they can sell the Brava, right? Under their existing business model, uh, any new appliance that's out there as an innovation to help you do something in your home, Home Depot can sell it and make some money off of it. They may miss out on big opportunities to innovate and and get the whole job done, but they, they do seem firmly entrenched in that sort of preparation part of any of these jobs where you have to make decisions about how you're going to get the job done and then acquire whatever materials you might need to do that. So if you're going to prepare a meal, at some point you need to decide, you know, how am I going to cook meals on a regular basis? Am I going to use a Brava? Am I going to use a microwave? Am I going to use an oven? Am I going to use an induction range? Like, how am I going to do this? And then you have to acquire those things. Now you don't do them that frequently, um, you don't do those steps all that frequently. And so it, that's a risk for Home Depot, right? That they're not in the part of the job that you do every single day. Yeah. Um, but it's a way that their model does kind of work um, as major innovations come onto the scene, which is so they can always be a part of the solution. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and that brings up an interesting question for the role of retailers. Um and I think in this home improvement job, uh, you know, Jared, as you you know, I've talked about, they're they're targeting really one of the steps, so they're not targeting the whole job, and that's what I, I think is also very interesting. So, um, and 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 that gets to this 
question of like preparing food, that's a good example. They're they're not actually ha- helping you right now to to make the meal or even you know choose which which uh, meals to eat. And you can see right. clearly like Brava, their business model. Uh, I would be incredibly surprised if they didn't start also just sending you food, uh, because it's much more of a kind of subscription model. They're not just selling you the oven; they want to sell you, you know, everything you put in that oven, and mm-hmm. that's kind of this, you know, recurring business. And to your to your point, that that preparing food is the job that people execute every single day. That's right. the really big market relative to just you know the once in a occasional time retiling your kitchen. Um, so, so in other words, we're playing with huge markets here. Uh, we do not have a market sizing problem. No. We wanted to compete with Home Depot. Um, so, uh, but I think that's right. That also that, that they're not targeting the whole job and that I think is an opportunity. And this is where, you know, as we were mentioning before, if you created a service that was the maintenance, you know, home optimization, you know, you don't have to worry about it if you're the homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, home Depot could be part of that, but they really are just getting one step done. Yeah. And y- you can see how uh, in the whole job, and this is why it's really, really important when anybody's looking at a competitor or a market they want to enter to really go through all the different job steps and what does it really take to get the job done. Because you can see that you would want uh, more kind of predictive elements to say, hey, this is this is where you need to focus your maintenance because we're seeing problems here. Or, you know, it's just uh, uh, it's aware of what's going on in your house. And your house is obviously like it's a it's stuff is flowing through it. Water, electricity, sewage. I mean, it's, yeah. a, you know, it's a almost like an uh, organism. Entropy is real when you think about your house. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's kind of things, you know, predictive stuff that you want to do, you know, before it happens. Um, and, and be aware of it. And, and, and in that you need supplies and you need stuff and that's where you go to Home Depot. But, but I think that that's a great way to look at how jobs to be done could be applied specifically to, to, you know, to home improvement. You can dissect that job, look at all the different job steps, see what would happen with it. And then you can go into these individual jobs as well. Yeah. And I, th- I think something you brought up earlier, uh, relates to segmentation based on the willingness to pay because you talked about uh, the sort of hotel type homes where they have a lot of services that that do this whole thing for you and it's just you know basically uh, plug and play and that serves the high end of the market um, who's willing to pay a lot to get that job done to just ha- like consistently uh, spend money on services to stay on top of this. And then you could think about the, the do it yourself end of the market as uh, as a lower end of the market, right? People who aren't willing to pay nearly as much uh, to get this job done, right? They'd rather just notice it themselves, uh, not spend money on somebody who's monitoring the situation for them and then actually executing the solution. They just want to spend money on the materials they need. But then there's probably a middle, a meaty middle of this market where they can't, they, they aren't willing to spend as much to get the, the whole thing done for them with one service. And, but they're certainly willing to, they're short on time and they're willing to spend more than just the cost of materials. So it brings up something we don't talk about a ton because this is in, in sort of the innovation is when you're creating this service, you need to create a solution that's profitable. And so part of this is how can you create a service that's almost as good as what the high end is getting 
but at a more economical price point that's still profitable for your business. It's it's where there's a business model innovation um, pop opportunity as much as a product innovation opportunity. It may not take, you may use technology to, to scale whatever this solution is, but it's not a totally brand new invented solution because it's already in the market, right? The high end's using it. You just need to figure out how to make that cost effective for a different segment. Yeah, I think that's great. And we don't. We should talk more about uh, business model, model innovation because um, that is very interesting. How do you get into this market um, with you know essentially a service that could be technology enabled that is at much lower cost and and that can be business model, model innovation as well and you know even your home is is likely also insured by somebody <laughs> so there are different mm-hmm. players who who want to help you get the job done of maintaining your home uh, because uh, you know, in the extreme case, a good example would be mold. You know, if you have water leaking and you don't know about it, and then you know your house becomes infected with mold, which I've had happen to friends. You know, serious issues with like black mold. Right. You know, they'll they'll burn your house down. <laughs> like they just start over if there's enough mold, right? So the insurance company clearly right. wants to you know monitor that. So there are that's just one example. But if you uh, again, I think the key here. Is if you're doing business model innovation or product or service innovation, mapping out all those jobs is the first step because they're never yep. going to change. That's really the power of jobs theory. No matter what you're doing with your home, it was stuff people were doing with their home a hundred years ago, and stuff people are going to do with their home, you know, a hundred years from now. Um, with you know a few exceptions, like obviously you're connecting your home to a network that didn't exist a hundred years ago. Yeah. Um, but but you know regardless of those like big platform changes the, pretty much the jobs are the same we're humans we live in homes so like that was you know true 100 years ago it's going to be true 100 years from now so the first right. step if you were in this home market that's what i would say if you to break down those jobs and really understand what they are even before you come up with your you know technology innovation your service innovation your business model innovation just getting a handle mm-hmm. on what those jobs are and how to think about them i think is is super important yeah and in this case especially the steps where you know people everybody's doing bits and pieces of this job and and just one last note about what you mentioned about different payers i think is really interesting because if you look at home depot's jobs for example or any uh home improvement retailer's job they're trying to grow sales and if there's a service that identifies home maintenance that people wouldn't be doing otherwise it could increase sales of materials And so now you're getting a job done for the retailers that they might be willing to pay for, right? Because if you can give them information about people who are willing to buy materials and you give them the pole position to sell those materials to them, that's worth money for them. And so that could be an interesting way to decrease the cost of delivering that service. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And and that's true. I think that's a great example of what's, you know, sometimes referred to as co-opetition, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. where you're cooperating with competitors because you're you're trying to shift the market. And jobs to be done can be really helpful in that type of thinking as well. Like if is is Home Depot a competitor 
if you if you're in this market, are they a direct competitor? Are they a threat? Are they you know a cooperator? Are they a partner? You know, how do you think about that? And as you were mentioning, Jared, I think the first step for anybody getting into this is to map out those job steps. Right. And when you really understand the job steps, then you can place the competitors in there. You could say, oh wow, well Home Depot is just helping with this step here and maybe a few needs and some other steps, et cetera. But when you place all those competitors in there, you can say, okay, well, this is where we're going to differentiate because we're going to help with these job steps. Um, and then uh, we're going to move in throughout the job steps into different um, to satisfy needs in all the job steps by partnering with other companies. You can't do everything initially. And so you find, you know, different partners who help you along the way. And that's what I think is, is where we see every market evolves in that way, where there's a company that gets into the market, helps out with a job step, but ultimately at the end of the day, they want to help get the whole job done for the job beneficiary. And that's where markets always evolve. Great. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our How Would You Beat podcast. Visit us at thrive.com. That's T-H-R-V com to get our free how-to guides and try our jobs to be done software for free.